Ryan Carville and his business partner Simon Cook run an organisation called Froth Tech in Lower Hutt. You've probably already tasted some of their work. Their business supplies yeast to breweries across the country and they've spent the last few years traipsing around out in the WAPs in the hope of creating a new distinctly Aotearoa beer. Well, their adventures have paid off. You'll be able to taste the first beer to use their unique wild New Zealand yeast from this Friday. And Ryan Carville joins me now. Hi, Ryan. Tēnākwe. Tēnākwe. Great to have you on the show today. How did you get interested in yeast? Uh, well, uh, started out with a uh, solid passion for homebrewing, I guess. And then, um, like happens with uh, a passion for beer, you just snowball down that pathway further. Um and that eventually for myself and my co-founder, Simon, uh, we were both working in the brewing industry and we're looking to start up a brewery of our own as, as, as a logical next step. Uh, but when we were looking to do that, we recognised that while we grow hops and malt in New Zealand and to a very high standard, uh, and we obviously have our own water, uh, there, there was no yeast uh, being produced here. So we thought, well, let's have a crack at solving that problem. How is yeast used to the brewing process and where do they get it from? Sure. So yeast uh, plays a crucial role in uh, producing beer. Um, it is primarily serves the purpose of fermentation, so metabolising the sugars uh, that a brewer produces by making wort. So that's the sweet liquid that then becomes beer. So the yeast eats that sugar and uh, as a byproduct of that produces alcohol, carbon dioxide, and a bunch of different flavour compounds. So it's a really crucial part of the process, and without it, we, we wouldn't have uh, the beer or wine that we know and love today. Where does yeast come from, and how is it supplied to brewers? Sure. So uh, yeast, uh, the, the vast majority of yeast that is used in the brewing process uh, are what we refer to as like industry standard strains. So they are yeasts which have been domesticated through brewing traditions uh, over hundreds, if not thousands of years, and they've now been isolated into a uh, plethora of different strains that perform in different ways. So different yeast strains serve different brewing purposes to produce different styles of beer. Um, and these different strains are produced by uh, yeast labs around the world. So you can obtain a pure culture as either a liquid yeast, uh, which is what we produce at Froth Technologies, or a dried yeast, which looks very similar to the baker's yeast that you would get in the supermarket. How different is one yeast from the next? Oh, it can be completely... Uh, yeah, you could brew the same beer, uh, the same base beer, and if you were to ferment it with two different yeasts, you could get two completely different outcomes. Um, for example, if you look at, say, German Hefeweizen beer, that is uh, predominantly the character from that comes from the yeast. Huh. So you get a lot of banana uh, flavour from that. Uh, there's also a lot of yeast still in suspension there, so it's very hazy. Um, and then if you contrast that with, say, a, a lager, you've got a very crisp, clean fermentation profile. So it really does play a, a super important um, part in the brewing process. So what I'm getting is that if you can find a distinct New Zealand wild yeast, it would help to make a beer that could only be made in New Zealand or with New Zealand products. That's correct, yeah. So that was sort of the uh, the goal behind this R&D project, was to try and find a strain of yeast that would really reflect the character of, of Aotearoa. Um, and I guess that sort of comes from, you know, travelling around Europe and seeing all these brewing traditions that have been around for mm. a long time. You really get a sense for how the hyper-local 
uh, sort of microflora yeah. really plays a role in that. Um, so if you look to, say, Brussels, uh, they've got a style of beer called Lambic, which is a really sour tart ale, and it's only produced in Brussels, in that one city. Um, and so that gives it this unique sort of fingerprint from that area. Uh, likewise, I mentioned Hefeweizen before. Uh, Belgian beers also have a really, you know, distinct flavour. So, yeah, we were sort of hoping that we would be able to find something uh, uniquely Kiwi, and we've managed to do that. Tell me about your adventures and how you found it. Yeah, so it was a pretty cool project, really. We uh, got to go out into the bush, as you said, out in the wops. Uh, we were really seeking areas that were quite remote. We didn't want to run the risk of picking up any uh, yeast that have sort of, you know, industrially standard yeast that had kind of wafted over from a nearby brewery. So we went up to Northland, we went out to the Hawke's Bay, uh, the Rangatiki district, and also the west coast of the South Island. And uh, while we're out in the bush, we're looking for sort of flowers and berries uh, because the yeast that's naturally occurring in the air is going to gravitate towards um, places where there's sugar um, because that's what it feeds on. So... Yeah, we went around collecting sort of small samples of um, flowers, berries, some leaf litter. We did place out a couple of what we call air traps, which are essentially a vessel of sterilised growth medium, so a sugary liquid, uh, and you place it out and leave it out overnight, and sort of it allows the local microbes to settle in there, take root, and Gosh. start replicating. So it kind of captures that yeah fingerprint of that specific area. That's really fascinating. Um, so other people trap for possums and stoats, you're trapping for yeast, eh? <laughs> That's right, yep, so, it's and the yeast how we do can you, do. <laughs> how do you know um, when you've got something and, and when you do, what do you do with it? Sure, so yeah, that's a, it's sort of really a needle in a haystack kind of search. So we went out and collected these samples uh, and then we, we partnered up with Callahan Innovation to help us sort of process those. Uh, and to do that, we run them through a bit of a yeast boot camp. So we take the samples, whether that's a, a flower or berry, um, and we sort of put it into some, again, growth medium, um, but one that's tailored with some sort of antibiotics to inhibit the growth of wild bacterias and such, because we were looking for a specific uh, type of yeast, so brewer's yeast. And um, we run it along this pathway, growing it, then streaking it onto agar plates to be able to isolate individual colonies that form, um, and then from there we run it through some, some stress tests to see if it's likely to be able to actually produce a beer or survive in a beer-like environment. Um, yeah, and then following that, uh, obviously the really important part is sensory assessment. So we took the, the best-performing yeast isolates back to our lab and ran some benchtop trials to see if they would yeah ferment enough of the sugars in beer to, to be able to be used commercially and whether or not they tasted and smelled any good. Huh. Uh, and how long has this whole project taken you? Uh, so it's been it'd been nearly four years, I think. So um, yeah, a bit a, a long process. Um, you know, we've been kind of running it in the background while we also got our business started. We've been sort of doing this since we we set up our business. Um, we started trading just after COVID, so it's yeah. been going on in the background. Do and, you yeah. do you know where this particular yeast was found? Yes, we do. Yeah, so this um, yeast was from an air trap. Uh, that we placed on the banks of the Rangatiki River. Wow. Mm. Incredible. So, yeah, very cool. How does the beer taste? 
it's it's pretty awesome. It's definitely unique. It's got uh, a few different kind of characters that are similar to other styles of beer from around the world. So uh, some people say it's quite similar to a Saison, which is like a, a farmhouse style of beer. So you get clove and sort of uh, pear and apple flavours coming through. I pick up a lot of banana notes in it as well. So that's kind of similar to a, a Hefeweizen. Uh, but then it also finishes out quite clean. So there's a bit of kind of lager character in there as well. So it's a bit of a mix, but altogether it is it is really unique. Where can people try it? Uh, so uh, the beer will be launched this Friday, actually, uh, at a launch party in Wellington at the tasting room. Um, otherwise, it'll be for sale very soon um, via the Emerson's uh, website. We've, we've done a, our initial brew, also called Wilding, with Emerson's. Um, or they can uh, go to our, our Pledge Me page. We're running a Pledge Me campaign at the moment, and they can pre-order some of the um, Wilding beer there first. Good for you, Ryan. Thanks so much for your time today. Well done. No worries. Thanks for having me. Ryan Carville on capturing a New Zealand wild yeast and turning it into beer.